All right, ladies and gentlemen. So we're back with Derek, and then this is Frank, and we are doing part two of our WrestleMania uh, thoughts and recap, which we have a few more matches to talk about in this uh, second part. So, I believe then we end off with the, uh, give me a second. Yeah, we ended off talking about the Otis Dolph Ziggler match. Kind of um, what we got that. So, the next one would be the Raw. Tag Team Titles match, which would see the Street Profits defending against Angel Garza and what was the other guy's name? Can you remember? It was Angel Garza and um some new guy from NXT that had to take over for Andrade. Who was it? Very something. Oh, Austin Fury. That's what it was. So it was Austin Fury and Angel Garza taking on the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Um, Again, I feel like this match was another high spot for wrestling. WrestleMania given the situation um, because there wasn't many high spots in my opinion with Mania this year. Um, again, we got to see a bunch of really good tag team action and surprisingly for, for a team that has only been formed for like a week I felt like Angel Garza and Austin Fury uh, teamed pretty well tonight, even in the loss. What did you feel about that pairing? Hello? Uh, yeah, that match was it was good, but it was okay. Do you think they will go? Do you think they will they will lost it if it was normal? <laughs> well, let's be honest. I didn't expect the Street Poppers to lose the match. Okay. Did you? Okay, Hello, but, well, did you expect? Like the face, like the I said, did you um expect the Street Profits to lose that lose that match? Because mm. I didn't. No, no, I uh, didn't expect. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with the way that they played out this match. Um, 
I knew Garza and and Fury were going to be doing a lot of um, underhanded stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were being managed by Selena Vega, who to me is one of the best um, heel managers that we got right now outside of, of Paul Heyman. But, you know, no one can touch Paul Heyman when it comes to being a heel manager other than maybe Bobby Heenan and Mr. Fuji, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, So, you know, um, again, a couple of really good spots. We got to see some really good um, pairings in this match. Obviously, the Street Profits um, won the match. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I didn't see the ending coming away. Did um, Bianca Belair basically coming in to save the Street Profits um, after winning the match? Yeah, um, that, that was very interesting. Well, I mean... Uh, Belair is married to to, yeah. Mon- to Montez Ford, so maybe that's why they did. It was like they wanted Belair to like manage the Street Profits, which I could totally see them doing that yeah. after this, after the way that the ending of this match played out. Um. I, I like the fact that they allowed Zelina Vega to get a little physical in the match, even though she wasn't um, involved in the match specifically, because had she just been standing out there and and you know not gotten physically involved, it would have taken away from her character because. She's always being thought of as like the hill character who sneaks behind the refs and attacks the opposing person. So I feel like had they not done that, they would have really taken away from her character. Yeah. If she would have if she would have been there. It would have been I'm gonna tell you though that that bump she took from Bianca Belair at the end is like, bro, like that had to hurt. Because you're falling easy a good ten, maybe eleven feet to the to the mat. Bianca Belair is probably about. Probably about five nine, five ten, and you're getting put up on her shoulders, and basically you're getting a reverse f you, yeah. pretty much. I'm, yep. I'm surprised she took that kind of ball. I was like, wow, that's 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 my favorite part. 
I wasn't surprised that she took that bump. I mean, she is trained to wrestle. It's just the spot that WWE has her in. Uh, you know, she yeah. doesn't wrestle much. Um, but you know, taking that kind of a bump, you know, it takes it takes a lot of grit to do it that way. Um. Anyway, there's not much to really talk about in that match other than that ending, in my opinion. Again, another good couple of spots that we had Um. there. Is there anything else you want to say about no, that No, because it wasn't that many. Yeah. It was... It was uh, the bet that we went <laughs> jumped off the top rope. The face of the bet was awesome. But that's about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually missed the match. Uh, the, the match before the Raw tag team match, and I can't even... I didn't even realize I, I missed this match. But it, 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 it was the match that I was looking forward to the most, probably, which is the Edge Randy Orton match. Oh, yeah. So let's go back and talk about that one. That was. Again, that was awesome. It, yeah, and it, it was fueled by <coughs> a bunch of personal issues. They they built the story based on Edge's and Orton's past, and they also brought in Beth yep. Phoenix to help build this yep. this match. Um. It, it started out exactly, you know, kind of the way that I thought it might with the sneak from behind, two straight RKO's, and then, you know, we fall for looking from there. Um, this literally, this match was literally just, um, well, we know it was a last man standing match. Which means no pinfalls, no submissions, no countouts, no DQs. Just beat beat the shit out of your opponent until they can no longer stand. And they used every bit of that, the inside of that building. They were everywhere. And, and it was just unbridled. Beat down. I'm going to beat the shit out of you yeah. type of match. Um, I, I really like the fact that Edge got the rub in this match. He, you know, he, he definitely yep. deserved it. After being gone for nine years and then all of a sudden, he's able to make this return after being told that he was no longer going to be able to wrestle. 
Um, so it it was really nice to see that he got the the victory here. To be honest, if Orton got the victory, I, I probably would have turned off WrestleMania right there. Me too, because I, I, I thought he won't get the victory over the RKO for a minute. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I really like that battle. It's yeah. a deal. And I would have been really mad if it was just like two RKOs in this time type thing. Uh, because of the time that they spent building yeah. this up to be a marquee match on the court. And it was a marquee match. Like, it was one of the most talked about matches coming into Mania. Obviously, because of the nine year absence from. In the way that they decided to write this rivalry, it really started at uh, Royal Rumble, which you know we we knew it was gonna start at Rumble because that's the beginning of the road to WrestleMania, so it made sense. But the way that they wrote this, like. And the way they executed it, to me, was just perfect. It was great, because you knew. Like, like that, that was that match where you actually felt like you were watching yeah. WrestleMania. The, the rest of them, not to say that they didn't have a few great matches before that, but the rest of them, I said this last night to you also that I felt like I was just sitting there as a performancer watching wrestlers train. Yep. That's exactly how I felt. So, um, you know, to see this match and the way it was executed, you could, you could, you could feel the on-screen hostility that these two men have for yep. and, and for them to end it the way that they started this whole thing. Yeah, when they couldn't jerk that was great. The the perfect icing on the cake for this match, in my opinion. Oh, the way they ended it was great. Let me ask you, because um, it's you know, Edge signed a three-year deal uh, with WWE when he came back. So, do you see this rivalry continuing? Obviously, we're not going to see um a lot of Edge because it, it's he signed a what I call a Brock Lesnar deal, um, where he is in the company for three years, but he only shows up for a certain number of shows and a certain number of matches. So, do you see this uh, this rivalry continuing um, 
beyond WrestleMania? No, I, I, really, I see him doing different rivalries over the three years. I didn't say for three years. I'm just saying, like, do you see it maybe going into the next, like, two people? Maybe all the way at the SummerSlam. It's possible. There's, there's enough, you know, background to write yep. more stories. Story. But I honestly, um, I don't know if 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 we need to see more of Orton and Edge. I, I think that was, you know, the perfect. Yeah, I think he goes go to a different rivalry. <laughs> So let me let me ask you, um, if, if you were riding for Edge, if you were a WWE writer, and you and you were Vince McMahon, who would you want him to feud with next? Maybe AJ Styles. That that depends on if AJ Styles isn't broken enough. Mm-hmm. No, uh, pun intended. But um, <laughs> you know, maybe Styles. Um, for me, that's for Edge would be Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, that makes a lot. Because I feel obviously, I think Rollins and, and Owens are, are gonna continue. Their robbery maybe maybe ended that money in the bank, you know. But if they don't continue that robbery, I I would definitely like to see Edge and Rollins. Yep. That'd be great. I feel like that would be a dream match for us and I feel like that would be a dream opponent for, for Rollins. Yep. That man, perfect. And Rollins could, Rollins, much like he's doing right now with Owens, could play the perfect kill, and Edge could play the perfect baby face. Yep, that'd be a perfect match. Anyway, our next match, we've already talked about the Raw Tag Team title match. Cause I skipped that Ed Jordan match, which you know, completely, I completely on me. I I miss um I miss numbers that those two matches on my list. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so the next match is the five way SmackDown Women's Championship match. This was. Bailey defending against Sasha Banks, Lacey Evans, Naomi, and Tamia. I probably thought that match was going to go the way it went. Mm-hmm. But the way it ended, how you like the way it ended, though? I, I, I think the way it ended makes sense. Sense because um you could you could sense the um fact that Bailey 
it's kind of using Sasha um, to retain her title. And that's pretty much what happened here. Um, yeah. For, for those who don't know the way this ended, uh, basically Lexi Evans hits a women's right on Banks after trying to go for it on Bailey. Bailey walks it, turns her around. She, after, you know, Banks and Bailey kind of had a, a mishap leading up to that. Yep. And then, and then they argue for a little bit. They argue for a minute. Uh, Lacey Evans tries to hit Bailey with the women's right. Um, Bailey blocks, turns Evans around, and then Evans hits Banks with the women's right, eliminates Banks. And then it's down to Evan uh, and Bailey. They go another like three minutes or so. Um, Banks comes out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere. She was still there. We just couldn't see her. Yeah. Um, hits Evans with the backstabber, allowing. Baby to pick up the victory and retain the title. Yeah. But I love the way that this was set up because at least the the ending of it after the win because from what we see it looks like it's cool, whatever. She even puts the title back around Bailey's waist, raises her hand. And yeah. kind of walks out, but the way that this is setting up is the way I see it. I mean, I could be wrong, but if you go by typical WWE writing, um, this is setting up for Banks to turn her back on Bailey and yep. setting up a Robbery between the two of them for the SmackDown Women's title. Yep. That basically was the set up for. And I'm going to tell you, Banks on social media swerved fans so hard because um, I think it was either yesterday or Friday. I was looking on Instagram and I saw a post on Banks's page of her um, holding up the women, women's title, and no, actually, actually, I saw that today. So, um, during WrestleMania, so I figured, like maybe I I was watching a few matches behind, and maybe she had won the match, and I just hadn't seen the match yet. And yeah. I, I was kind of mad because I. I I thought I was like, well, now I know who wins that match. Um, but I'm gonna tell you, Banks swerved me. I don't know how many uh, other fans she may may have swerved. You know. Yep. She she got me to throw. I thought she'd go with that match. 
No, like I thought she had already won because of what she posted. Oh, yeah, she got you, because I thought maybe I was watching a few matches behind, you know, because you you can either watch live or start over. And I thought maybe I had actually accidentally, you know, chose to start over the, the event. Yeah. So I saw that post and I was like, well, I was like, well, damn, now I know who wins that match. But I, that's setting up perfectly for a storyline where Banks turns her back on Bailey, which I could totally see that, you know, starting, you know, this next week. Yep. That's it. You know. I see it happening. Maybe it might even be. I think she might turn her back on her before that, but you never but, know. And again, we might not even get money in the bank. That's true. So you know. it might be shut down. That's true. Depending on what happens with this darn virus. Yep. Anyway, let's let's move on to the next match, which I there's not much to say about this. It's the Firefly Funhouse match. It's not even the match. No, that that was horrible. Yeah, that was bad. That was it. I don't. I don't even see how John Cena agreed to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I honestly think at this point, Cena's just there to make a paycheck, so he's down to do whatever they want him to do. Yep, I basically I agree with you on that one. That was nothing, but you know, let let's go, let's have him enter the Firefly Funhouse, and then he's gonna go back in time. He's gonna go into the DeLorean and go back in time and have all these little images of him, of himself, and yeah, and, that was. Well, add to era days and the days of 1980s and blah blah blah. The only part of that of that match I actually could stomach was the end. Yeah, the end was cool, and the way that they played this, the way they played the end out. It's the only thing I really want to talk about here. Um, because back on SmackDown, I can't remember if it was this past SmackDown or a few weeks ago. Um, they had seen him do a promo where he basically said that he was going to come to WrestleMania and, and take out the most 
overrated superstar in WWE history. And, and if you weren't paying attention, they played that exact soundbite as The Fiend was uh, hit, was making Cena pass out with the mandible fall at the end. Yeah, they, they said it. So the pass out. That was kind of awesome because they basically tell you you'll see what the overrated. Yeah, because to me, John Cena is overrated. So yeah. I, thought, I thought the way they played that was really, really cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's the only thing I want to talk about with this. Because yeah. that was arguably the most embarrassing thing I've seen the WWE <laughs> do in the last like decade. Yep. I don't know how they could call that a match because I honestly was was expecting them to go to the ring and the thing to just demolish Cena in the ring. Yep. And they didn't even have a referee, so I was all caught about that one. Which didn't didn't happen, so. Wasn't even really a match. It was more of a freaking segment spot. Oh, speaking of segment spots, I got to talk about this before we get to the last match. What did you think about Gronk? Winning the twenty four seven championship. Oh, Gronk! That was the way he jumped off the. That was cool, but but how long is he gonna keep it? I don't know. I don't know because we've already had two title changes at WrestleMania. Yeah. So anyway, he might lose. He might lose it tonight. You never know. He might lose it. Yeah, he might. But you know that setting, setting up for Mojo Rawley to um, the turn on him. Exactly. Yep. Okay, so now we're down to the final match of WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar for the... WWE Championship. What did you feel about this match? Well, it was okay. It was it was almost it was almost like the 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 other heavyweight championship. Match. It was a little bit more, but he did. It was almost the same thing as the other one. <laughs> it, it was your typical it was your typical Brock Lesnar contest is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. A few, Him a few suplexes, a few F fives, obviously Drew McNair kicks out every one of those. 
Um, Drew McIntyre hits the Claymore kick and goes over. Yep. That basically was what it was about. Um, that being said, because I don't want to gloss over it, um, like it's no big deal. Because <laughs> it is. Because now they're showing that they have belief in McIntyre, that McIntyre can carry them. Um, so how do you feel how do you feel about McIntyre being the face of WWE because that's between, between him and Braun Strowman right now those are who it's going to be yeah he's the face of <laughs> Guys. He's the face until 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 Roman Reigns go back. Well, Roman Reigns is gonna be going after the Universal Title. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> he do because as of right now, unless the shakeup changes. Everything reigns as part of SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but who you think? Who you think? Um, Hugo, who you think will be in this? Mm. His next rivalry. Who, who do I think is going to beat? McIntyre? Yeah, next rivalry. Is it gonna be? I don't know because I don't know how the shakeup is gonna play out. Um, yeah, that's but true. I I would love to see him feud with Bray Wyatt or with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens or Bray Wyatt is the 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 that's the rumors. <laughs> the rumor is Great White is the The rumor says the Great White is the next boy he had to face. That's the rumor. I, I can but. definitely see that because White to me has the ability to be the face of the company, and WWE has already shown that they believe that too. Yeah. I mean, White's already had a few. WWE um, major WWE titles. Yep. He carried the Universal title for about, what, three months? Yep. He carried about three months. I give him about three months. That being said, I'm I'm pissed. I'm still pissed that they chose for Goldberg to end the Phoenix on the Street. Yep. I don't think that should have happened. Right. If you're going to do that, have McIntyre do that at Mania. Yeah. 
don't think that should happen at all. Like, that's what I would have done. I would have set it up so that you have McIntyre facing the Fiend at Mania and have McIntyre be the one at Mania to finish the undefeated streak. Yep. That would be more, more real. So let me ask you, who's the, who do you want McIntyre to feud with? <laughs> Who's your top two guys? My top two is AJ Styles and and Small Joe. Okay, I can see that. Although Joe's on the on the um on the shelf right now. Yeah, but I heard hey, he might go. He he was healthy. So he his contract his suspension ended right before WrestleMania. So. Oh, uh, Joe. Yeah, he was suspended for drugs. Yeah. That's why he was out. I heard it was due to injury, but I guess there was a K paper injury to write him off. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but so Styles and Joe? Yep. Yeah. Who 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 is yours to? Wyatt and Owens. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Although to be honest, I don't think Owens is done feeding Rollins right now. No, I don't think I'll do that. Good. And I don't think uh Lesnar is done with uh with McIntyre. If I'm being honest. Yeah. No, I think that's gonna have another if. If they have money in the bank, I think they go up with another money in the bank. That's if they have money. Well, unless unless Lesnar's contract is up, I mean, I don't know. That could be true, too. I don't know, because I haven't heard much about his contract recently. So, anyway, um, so that's our thoughts on WrestleMania. Um, Guys, and we're gonna let you guys go. Uh, thank you, Derek, for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. Hopefully, anytime. Hopefully, we can do another one of these soon. Maybe we should do one on an AEW Dynamite episode. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, this has been Frank from FNF Perspectives Podcast, and I will see you guys again with another podcast very soon. Good night, everybody.